0: Hello hello and welcome to episode 162 of the No, not the Alliance Performance Podcast, the Trang Nova Podcast. And I'm going to leave that in there because I am still getting used to the podcast evolution, which if you would like to hear more of the story about the rebrands of the podcast, I'd recommend listening to the last episode from last week, um, where I share the reasoning of how the podcast has already been expanded in terms of the stories and experiences and topics I talk about And how now the name is simply a delayed reflection of the direction that the podcast was already going in. So this is the, no, this is not the Alliance Performance Podcast. This is the Trang Nova Podcast for women who know they're made for more. For those of you who are hungry to fulfill your life's purpose and potential and build your dream business of impact while living your truest and fullest life of freedom and fulfillment we'll explore how you can discover your purpose, transform your mind, live with peace, nurture your relationship with yourself, high-performance regimes, pivot careers, build your business of impact and more. My name is Trang Nova, mentor and speaker and your host for the show, and today I am talking about the four mistakes that you need to avoid if you want to have a successful 2024. Now, the reason I would like to share this topic with you today is because one, we are still at the start of 2024. And secondly, success leaves clues. Over the last eight years that I have been running my business and I have worked and partnered up with hundreds of different people to help them achieve their dream results, there are patterns among those who perform best opposed to those who don't achieve their goals. There are themes of what works and, and when what doesn't. So this episode is going to cover these strategies of these universal and timeless strategies for you to achieve success. Um, at the same time, I do want to touch on the fact as well that times change. So You know, the best strategy from five years ago can be completely redundant today. So this is also going to be an updated episode on... What is current and relevant in 2024? Now, before I get into it, I do want to mention what a successful 2024 looks like for you is going to be completely personal to you. Now, I think the most common denominator of what people assume to be success is achieving professional and financial milestones. But I want to highlight that that may or may not be the case for you. You know, successful for you is you achieving your own outcomes, whatever that may look like for you. And for me, yeah, I've got professional and financial outcomes for the year, but they're only part of what I'm focused on for this year. I also have outcomes related to relationships like family, friendships and romantic relationships. I have personal Um, experience and hobby related outcomes. I've got health related outcomes. I've got like my own self-worth and self-love related outcomes, state of mind related outcomes. So this is something that I wanted to mention so that you can have a think about and ensure that you are focused on a path in 2024 that is reflective of your most truest and fullest self, not just tunnel vision to one area of your life that everyone else tells you that you should be focusing on. So, let's get into it. These are the four mistakes that you need to avoid if you want to have a successful 2024. Number 1, constantly being consumed by urgent tasks and then neglecting important tasks. So, urgent tasks are the ones that involve someone else demanding our attention for their for their needs or deadline-based projects or tasks. So think, you know, replying to emails, messages, uh, returning phone calls, deadlines, putting out fires, addressing emergencies that need our attention right now. And then important tasks are the opposite. They're the tasks that don't necessarily need to be done right now, but they will lead to our long-term success. So think about personal development, skilled development, building relationships, expanding our knowledge and experiences in a whole range of areas in our life. And that's actually something that I am really big on. Um, I'm really big on being a 3D human being rather than a one-dimensional human. Because especially in the coaching or service business space, um, people are increasingly becoming attracted to people rather than skill sets. And I'm seeing more and more of this because there is so much competition in the marketplace. AI is is gradually expanding. So knowledge and skills within themselves aren't so valuable anymore as much as they used to be. Like there is an abundance of options out there of really knowledgeable sources and skilled people. As a result of that, what is putting people ahead or what is people, what is putting people apart from others is who they are as a person and how relatable they are, the relationships that they can build and nurture with someone. That is what's going to create loyalty to someone's brand or business. So it's really easy to get caught up in urgent tasks and then neglect important tasks and I think the reason why is relatively obvious. So urgent tasks, they are literally demanding our attention right now. They, they need to be done. So if there's anything that we do in one day, it's got to be those urgent tasks, right? And then the important tasks can be so easy to procrastinate, to put off to another day because it doesn't have to be done. There are no immediate consequences if we don't do the important tasks. But I learned my lesson the hard way when I got so caught up in urgent tasks in my business and then neglected the important tasks. Because what I did was I was like addressing all the things that needed to be addressed. I was focusing on sales. But then I found that over time, more opportunities and potential for expansion dried up. Because I kind of burnt all my bridges. And not to say that I was like, forming enemies and and causing um, chaos wherever I went. What I mean by burning bridges in this context is I just used up all of my opportunities because I was just like focusing on urgent tasks. And then I forgot to continue to plant seeds that will flourish one day in the future. What I did instead was I harvested all of the plants that I already had. And then I was left with barren land. What I do want to mention as well on the other side is don't fall into the trap of the opposite either. Don't just do important tasks and then neglect urgent tasks because if you don't reply any phone calls or messages or emails or do anything that needs to be done, then that's also going to be a bit problematic. Um, So important tasks are important for a reason and I can see how that has paid off as soon as I started to shift the amount of focus I put towards important tasks in my weekly routine. Like I've really noticed that in my speaking career, as I have started to um, receive more opportunities for speaking, including my TEDx talk in a couple of months time, I've noticed that I haven't actually needed to hustle so much to get these speaking opportunities. Instead, these speaking opportunities have flowed to me. Because of all the seeds that I've planted in terms of hours spent developing my skill and my craft of speaking, like working on speaking fundamentals, like my my speaking volume, my tone, my melody, uh, my speaking pace, developing my ability to storytell, um, working on my vocal projection through singing and speaking drills like i've put in the hours to do that behind the scenes when i haven't really needed to but then that has paid off later down the track so it is about both but more often than not people overly focus on urgent tasks not important ones so avoid that mistake if you want to have a successful 2024 now number two the second mistake to avoid if you want to have a successful year is setting goals in the same way that everyone else sets goals. So the thing is, everyone works differently. And a big mistake we can make is falling into that trap of listening to someone in a 60-second reel on Instagram telling us that there is one way to set goals for the year and we must set big goals and and, and goals that like scare us because At least if we fall a little bit short, we're still going to have made a lot of progress in that year. I've heard that narrative a lot from a lot of big influencers. But the problem with this is everyone's different. And where some people are driven and motivated by big goals, I've also had clients who I have witnessed be the complete opposite, where big goals intimidate them so much that they go into this state of analysis paralysis and just complete procrastination and they struggle with their self-identity their self-worth and even being able to take any action because it scares them so much having that big goal now yes you could argue that you can work on that aspect of them and, and change that so that they can set big goals or you can also acknowledge that everyone is different And there's no right or wrong. So if someone is going to be less motivated by big goals, why not at this point in time, start with more bite-sized, realistic, achievable goals? Like those goals can still stretch them, but it doesn't have to be like Mount Everest. It can be something that is more incremental relative to where they're at now. And when we changed the strategy, when I noticed that this was the problem for my clients, and we started setting more tangible step-by-step goals it changed everything in terms of their energy in terms of how they showed up and their levels of consistency Notice other people are different other people are driven not by goals as much as step-by-step tangible actions you know, even in the absence of goals Uh, I had that last year when I was traveling, you know, I, I didn't have any big goals because my biggest goal at that point in time was to travel, to adventure and to go on this spontaneous journey of life. So I wasn't so focused on any set goals I needed to hit, rather, um, Rather, I was focused on day-to-day steps. So as long as I got my gym in for the day, as long as I got at least a couple of hours of work in for the day, um, a little bit of deep work, a little bit of important work, a little bit of urgent work, then I was fine. Then I would be satisfied and fulfilled with myself. So what we need to do is we need to get to know ourselves and we need to know what works best for us and then apply the strategy that is going to serve us Don't just apply the blanket strategy that that influencer on social media is saying. Because what works for someone can be very detrimental for someone else. And we need to realize that that is the reality. Now, number three, the third mistake for you to avoid if you want to have a successful year is focusing so much on strategy that you neglect nurturing relationships in your life. So we do live in quite an individualistic society. I really noticed this when I was traveling in Indonesia, you know, being a developing developing country. Um, their, their culture and their community is so much more intertwined than it is in the Western world. So we already do live in an individualist individualistic society where we're just so sort of focused on our own goals and our own path. But I believe that doing that And as a result of that, neglecting building and nurturing relationships is a mistake. Because I really do believe that our success isn't so much about what we know as much as it's about who we know. And I see this clearly when I look at my journey. Like so many opportunities, including my TEDx talk, including new clients that have come into my world unexpectedly when I had no idea who they were or just wasn't expecting them to uh, sign up, came from connections that I already had and were nurturing, was nurturing in my life. I even had a client recently, and I have to share this story because it's so good. Um, I had a client recently who runs a wellness coaching business, land her highest ever paying client from a dating event that she attended. (laughs) It's not like she went to this dating event to make sales or to generate leads. She just put herself out there, got herself in front of more people. And as a result of that, a few weeks later, they didn't work out as a couple romantically, but he became interested in getting wellness coaching from her. So making sure that you do focus on your strategy, you do focus on the controllable variables that you hold, but do not neglect building and nurturing relationships. Because when one door opens, then that can lead to two more doors being opened. If those two doors open, then that could lead to four doors being opened. And then eight, and then 16, and then it becomes this exponential wave of opportunities that come your way. Now, the last one, number four, the fourth mistake that you need to avoid if you want to have a successful 2024 is basing your actions on your emotions rather than your vision. So what I mean by this, well, firstly, as humans, we are feeling creatures. We are most often driven to behave and make decisions based on how we feel. And this is important because, you know, if we're like completely burnt out and exhausted, then pushing through is not really a good idea. Like our body's trying to tell us something. Our body does not lie. Having said that, though, our emotions are volatile, They are transient and they're not always reflective of what is ultimately best for us or what is aligned to our goals. Like everyone feels fear. Everyone feels fear. That is a residual factor of our survival instincts as creatures of planet Earth But we're never going to be, well, not never, most likely, we're not going to be chased by a lion and have our life at stake. But our instincts are still there and they're still lingering. So we feel what I would say a disproportionate amount of fear when it comes to things that aren't actually that dangerous for us. Like all of us feel fear when we make a post and we're not sure how it's going to be received. We feel fear when we're going to launch something and we're not sure if anyone's going to even see it or purchase it. We feel fear when we announce that we're going to pivot in our career or business and we're not sure what other people are going to think of us. Like we feel so much fear in regards to those things. But we can't make decisions based on that fear because if we did, we would never change. If we want to be consistent toward our goals, we can't be basing our decisions purely on our transient and ephemeral emotions. We need to show up in consideration instead of our ultimate vision of our goals and the direction that we are going in. And this isn't to say that we need to become robots and we don't listen to ourselves and we lose our sense of intuition completely. Um, I think that's still really important, but what it's about is having awareness. You know, most of the time, you're going to need to show up in consideration of what your vision is. You know, If you want to double your business this year, if you want to replace and exceed your full time profession with revenue from your business, you're going to need to put in the amount of work that is reflective of that big goal, right? Like you're going to need to show up most days of the week towards that vision, but there are also going to be times when you've got to listen to yourself. You know, sometimes enough is enough. For example, for me, during Christmas, the last couple of weeks, I've barely done any work. And I have not wanted to do any work. Like the thought of opening up my laptop is just like, no. <laughs> and I know that that feeling is true because I don't get that feeling very often. Sometimes I do, but then... I will still ensure that I show up and I open my laptop and I get work done because as soon as I get started, I know that it will be fine. It's just that initial step of getting started that is a little bit of a hurdle sometimes. So I know that most of the time I do have the power of self-discipline, but sometimes I just got to listen to myself as well. Like at the moment this week, I'm taking a really easy week when it comes to gym and running and exercise. Um, my body has just felt so tired and I've woken up just being like I will do anything to not go to the gym today and I'm honoring that because I know that the other 50 weeks of the year I am exercising six to seven days a week like I trust myself enough to know that I do it most of the time and then sometimes my body just truly needs a break So those are the four mistakes that you need to avoid if you want to have a successful 2024. Number one, constantly being consumed by urgent tasks and neglecting important tasks. Number two, setting goals in the same way everyone else does. Number three, focusing so much on your strategy that you neglect nurturing relationships. And number four, basing your actions on your emotions rather than your vision. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Nova podcast. I would love to hear which one of these resonates most with you, which one you need to apply the most. Feel free to email me, send me a message, let me know. I would love to hear from you and um, to have a conversation if there's any way that I can help you further. I'm more than happy to answer questions and give you guidance in any way that I can. All right, fam, you enjoy the rest of your day and I'll talk to you in the next episode.